Welcome to the Let's Talk BS Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia, and we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Sophia. How you doing? I'm doing good. That's good. That's tired. good. You said what? I'm tired. You're tired? Tired. Tired. There you go. Yeah, that's that uh, <laughs> That's that Sophia from the color purple tide. Oh, Lord. Yeah, tide. <laughs> you and me are never part. My you remember that song? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> wow. Ah, so, what you been up to? Um, or at least honest, tell the people what we've been up to. Yeah, yeah. So, this past weekend was New Year's. So, mm-hmm. obviously, now it's the first uh, episode, first podcast we're doing in 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone out there listening. Um, but yeah, just just been kind of kicking the year off, you know, with the right foot. You know, a lot of times everybody has these New Year resolutions on things that they want to do, things that they want to change in the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of gives a lot of folks the opportunity to reset, refocus. Um, so I mean, I, I kind of feel that same type of mojo. I really don't do New Year resolution. I kind of have goals and things I want to accomplish, and I really just make sure that I'm daily putting myself in position to be able to do those things. So, what's the difference between a resolution and a goal? The word? Um, no, oh. I, I I guess I look at resolutions as like, you know, to me, resolutions are things that people always. It's like a cycle. They always are saying they're going to do this, they're going to do that. It's never really happens. I mean, I could be wrong, but I mean, that's normally how the resolutions I hear out there are always things that people don't accomplish, but goals to me like are, a wish. are, yeah, like a, yeah, there you go, like a wish, kind of like something that's like, I want to do this, like I'm, my, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to be this, like I'm going to change this or whatever, but that's not like an actual obtainable goal, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I have to look that up. <laughs> I know you always try to fact check, I feel like you be trying to just like... <laughs> Just, like anything I, I say, <laughs> anything I'm I say, you just curious. be like trying to make sure I'm like, okay, you know what? No. I'll believe what that guy saying, so I'm gonna find out. That's not the case, the right? Uh, you know what I'm saying? If I'm not defining it correctly, no, 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 no. Good, I man. just asked what was the difference because you said it was a difference. So I'm like, in okay. my eyes, there's a difference. Okay, okay. You view it a difference <laughs> at all? They the same. I, I, I never, I never thought about it. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. All right, you know, cool. I just figure, you know, people just say it differently. Okay. Okay. They say some people say goals, some people say resolutions. So that means you don't think there's a difference then? I mean, I don't know if there's a difference. I can't factually say that there is. But I'm I asking your know. opinion though. I'm not saying the fact. I'm I asking really your opinion. just don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. But but um, um but yeah, yeah so, we definitely got goals coming up for twenty twenty three. Yeah, definitely got some big <laughs> goals coming in, uh coming into the year. Um, you know, New Year's is uh this past well, normally I try to stay up you know, like, and watch the whole ball drop and all of that. Um, so this year actually was a pretty cool time where uh, my assistant on New Year's Eve uh, for her boyfriend, they just had a, a young child that was born a couple, couple months ago now. Um, and so they had, like, a surprise birthday party for him um, at a place not too far from our house. So we brought the kids there. So that was pretty cool earlier in the day. And then um, my neighbor um, him and his wife, they had like a, a New Year's Eve for the kids, which was really, I thought was a really dope concept where they had like in their playroom, they had like balloons and like a photo booth and like all the kids came over to their house um, with obviously with the adults as well. And so we were kind of downstairs just kicking it. 
but the, the kids were upstairs, and at 8.15 was the ball drop for them. So they had, like, a, a countdown, 10, 9, 8, and all that. And uh-huh. then the lights, they was flicking on the lights, and they had shot out, like, these different stuff inside the house. So it was cool. It was cool. Sloan and uh, now nah, both my kids had a had a great time. Uh, they still talk about it, you know, almost a week later. Uh, so that was cool. And then we kind of, after that, went home. Um, and the kids, you know, they were tired, so they went to sleep. And then uh, Brooke and I tried to stay up. And watch the ball drop, and I I fell asleep. I was tired. I was exhausted for all the different things that we did that day. Um, and Brooke, she woke me up at like eleven fifty five. Like, hey, wake up! You know, it's, it's about to happen or whatever. So I watched the ball drop, and I went right back to sleep. Oh so, wow! Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was basically my New Year's in a nutshell. Um, I did though. What I did do is, um, you know, I, I like to cook on the grill. So that's kind of one of my favorite pastimes. So. Um, I was sitting there thinking like, hey, I know the weather that weekend was actually really, really good. It was like it in was. the mid-60s. It was pretty warm for this it time of the year. It was just 70 degrees. Like, yeah, the other day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I in was... In January. Yeah, that's, which, is, which is wild when you think about it. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I haven't had that since I lived in Florida. Woo. There you go. Always got <laughs> to mention Florida. Oh, man. But, um, but yeah, so this year I told myself I wanted to cook something different. You know, I normally cook like a you know, steak or wings or something like that on the grill. Um, but this year I made a brisket and, um, it was cool. So, I mean, I got it from, um, from Whole Foods, uh, I think it was Friday. So the day before New Year's Eve and, um, I smoked it for about 12 hours. Um, it came out good. A lot of, I had folks that came over actually on New Year's day. Mm-hmm. One of my buddies, Lewis, that I've mentioned him a couple of times, him and his wife and family was in town. So they came by a couple other people from the neighborhood. My mother came by. Um, so it was cool. Like everybody came by, you know, and, and tried it. They liked it. Um, I did have a critique for myself. I did keep it <clears throat> because of how long I smoked it. I should have smoked it more like 10, 11 hours versus 12 hours. So it, it was a little bit more firmer than what I normally like my brisket to be. Um, but all in all, I mean, everyone really enjoyed it thoroughly. And I even had some sauce that I got as well that uh, a lot of people, a lot of people enjoyed that as well, you know. So, uh, but yeah, New Year's was cool. What about you? How how was your New Year's? Oh, I I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I all I know is is that day, um, we took down our tree either that Friday or or that Saturday. I, I think it was that Friday. Okay. We went ahead and took all the trees because we we always have two trees, so mm-hmm. we took down the trees, took down the decorations and everything. So that was done, and I always try to do that before the New Year begins. Interesting. Yep. And then um, once I got that down, the day of New Year's Eve, we pretty much just sat around the house watching TV, doing, you know, all, pr- practically nothing for real. Okay. Um, because, I, what was it raining that day? Was it something about the weather that day where it was On New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, yeah, New Year's Eve, it rained earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah so did, we yeah. really didn't, we couldn't go outside. I don't remember us being able to go outside, so we stayed inside. And then <laughs> as the day progressed, I I just kept getting tired. I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it till midnight. And then um, I remember going upstairs to my room, like, around 1045, thinking I was going to watch, you know, a little bit of the show that I've been watching mm. a couple of episodes or so but no my daughter said i didn't make it she said i she said she came in the room around eleven fifty, and i was like sleep <laughs> <laughs> and so we didn't even and and it was me and the other two kids so the only one who stayed up was my teenager and she 
was like on the phone with her friends and stuff like that. And then I had bought, I did buy them some like sparkling grape juice. Okay. That yeah. you can put in mm-hmm. the wine glasses. Yeah, yeah the kid, my we, kids we had that even, too. We didn't yeah. even touch it until the next, well, <laughs> she touched her one bottle and then the rest of us, we didn't even do anything with it. Cause I don't really drink champagne or wine for real. Um, so I didn't have any of it, but my, my two little kids did. They did. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's what, that's what they were, uh. Like I said, at my buddy's house, when they had the kids celebration, they were popping the the sparkling uh, grape juice cider, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was it was funny. Like the kids, like they had glasses on. They were just kind of like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just cool to kind of see them like in that element, have a good time, man. It was uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. That's all I did, and I think I went and um, cause my daughter's birthday was yesterday, so okay. I think I did go and like reserve like her area. Maybe on the first or second or something like that. I can't even remember. It's okay. A blur. Um, What'd y'all do? You said reserve her area. What do you? What so do you mean? we went to Cutlass Grill. Oh um, yeah, it's my favorite. For her birthday last places. night, yeah. we had like the private room off mm-hmm. to the side, mm-hmm. and um, she got a chance to invite like seven or eight of her friends. Okay. And the parents could have stayed, but only like two or three parents stayed, um, and then my family. So we all ate dinner together, took okay. pictures, had fun. And then the girls got to, you know, like, mess around, play around, take pictures, and then we all just went home. Okay. So that was her birthday celebration. That's cool, man. How old did she turn? She turned 14. 14. Dang. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. I remember, I'm uh, old. what you were saying? I got a 14-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you up there. You up there. A 14-year-old, and I got a 4-year-old, um, almost 4-year-old, who turns 4 next month mm-hmm. in February. Yeah, man. That's, uh, that's crazy. Like you said, I mean, I, I remember me at 14 myself at 14 so to have a child that's actually turning that age i mean that has to kind of bring things full circle for you i would imagine um oh yeah, yeah. she she told me she was like can i drive today i was like no she was like this is the first thing I you didn't let 14. her drive on her birthday no why not because i didn't want to oh yeah okay. yeah i got you i got you uh, I didn't even feel like you know my heart coming to my chest on that day you know yeah. do you <laughs> do you feel me. as she's getting older do you feel that um, she possesses a lot of some, a lot of the same um, characteristics that you have as, as you're, you know, as you are. Like, or maybe were, were mm-hmm. you as you were at that age at all? Maybe by any, at all? No, kind of. I mean, not, no. not really. We have different personalities. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm very straightforward and blunt. Mm-hmm. She's very reserved. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't even know how to, what other word to use for her, but she doesn't. She doesn't speak her mind too much, and I speak my mind too much. <laughs> so, but as far as, like, you know, being smart, you know, focus on school, playing sports, yeah, we have those characteristics. That so she has those, but you didn't have those. Is that what you're saying? Which part? The, the sports and smarts and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, like, I, I don't know. I played sports oh. and I was smart. Oh, okay, was, past I don't tense. think I don't think I could be a dummy doing this job. Oh, Hey, I would be, look. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Style. I could be ignorant, but I don't know about I dumb. Don't know. Dumb? I don't know. Yeah. Dumb? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you can. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Nah, I'm messing with you, man. So that's cool. That's that's cool, man. I, um, and I'm thinking about going to uh, skating tonight. My cousin is coming in town. Um, he, he hit me up and was like, hey, we're going to come down Friday or Saturday morning so if they come down tonight then we'll probably get out do something maybe go bowling or go to go skating or something like that okay and 
you know, continue a little bit of celebration. And then it was funny because I didn't give my daughter like a like a, a gift gift. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, her gift was the birthday dinner. And then what I did buy her, however, was um, we we did like a, I don't even know what's called like a tournament or something like that for volleyball that started on the fourth of January. Okay. At the Virginia Beach Field House, so. Um, she came home from school on the 4th, and I told her, I was like, hey, I was like, go put your volleyball stuff on. She looked at me and was like, why would I do that? I don't have anything going on with volleyball. Mm-hmm. And she looked, she was like, wait, what do you mean? Like, am I playing? I was like, yeah, we finna go right now. She was like, what? And she was so excited about it. So we started volleyball, and we have a game this Sunday. That's cool. So you, hold on, you said, you, so it's a different league. You said the field house. Is that the I remember you, field she was house. just in a in a league you I remember recently right in a league she was doing volleyball yeah that ended uh top of December or something okay. like that okay yeah okay that's what's so up. she had a couple she had a few weeks off of course going into the holidays now I did sign her up for the Nike uh, volleyball camp that was supposed to be during um during Christmas break mm-hmm. but they said that they didn't have a lot of people sign up for it because it was kind of expensive gotcha especially um, in the holidays it's probably yeah, tough to kind of exactly that makes so sense. They ended up canceling it and refunding us our money. So she didn't get a chance to play at all during the, the mm, Christmas break. Okay. So then I signed her up for this. And this is like, it says 14 games, but the season ends in February. So I don't know how that's going to work. And they only have a game a week. So I'm kind of confused on that. But maybe they'll do multiple games in a day. Or maybe they included like games in the practices in the 14. Mm, so that could be. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah maybe it seven could be games, seven weeks. Seven, seven Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. And then um, her Real volleyball season starts like February, March. Okay, so, so this will get her right to get ready yeah. for. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's three strokes. She played in a league that she was in. Then she's now in a, she in a league. She played AAU in the summer. Okay, so even back further. AAU yep. in the summer. Then she just did a league recently. You said it ended in December. And then she's starting a league now. And then she, her school league starts in March. Yep. Oh, and that's she cool. She played the school that's basically league year last round. year. Almost. Yeah, that's almost year round. That's yeah. crazy. That's what's up. She wants to do travel, but I just don't have the time for it. Yeah, yeah. With the other two kids. Yeah, yeah, that demand is tough. I remember uh, yeah. playing travel baseball when I was a kid. I did that for like just the one season. Like, I didn't even get to complete a season, but it was a lot because my mom had just recently had. My younger sister and my dad, like I said, he was gone all the time. Exactly. Kind of similar situation with you, military. Exactly. Yep. He military was gone all the time, all the time, so it was just like, yo, it was too much. And, it was and just, I got two other kids. Yeah, that's why I said you and got more. Two different like age groups. Correct. You know yeah, what I mean? Some different so, demands for what they got going correct. on. Correct. So, yeah, yeah. I feel you on that one. So traveling with them, mm mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> Have somebody you. else do it. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. So I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I'm so not gonna travel. Not right now. I got you. Yeah. So basically, it sounds like this week was was mainly about the uh, your your oldest daughter and her celebration of her birthday for the most part, right? Correct. Now, our manager, you know, he had his birthday celebration this yeah, week that yeah. we attended, but yeah. Um, but his actual birthday is today. Today, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna make sure I show him some love today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's uh, he's my guy. He's funny, man. He's uh, he is. Yeah, he's, <laughs> Yeah, he's old school, old school, for real, for real. You know what I'm yes. saying? You know, so yeah, that's my guy. Um, but yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. My um, let me see. My week this week it was pretty busy work wise. I had a couple of closings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple of people already closing on their new home. So, um, you know, especially uh, excited for those folks there. I got a closing today with a, I would consider a, a good work friend. Um, her and her husband are closing on a, a new home today. So I'm a pop up on them and say uh, congratulations to them. So definitely looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy, 
you know, I think I mentioned this on a previous episode where I have a particular vehicle that I'm that's getting made that um, I've been waiting for actually over a year now. Um, it was supposed to initially be you better uh, than me. <laughs> <laughs> better to you, yeah. It's supposed to initially be here in July of 2022. Didn't happen, and they got pushed to the fall. Then they got pushed to by the end of the year, and then a whole bunch of other bull crap happened. Um, and so my buddy, he actually put in around the same time. So his is his came in this week, and so uh, it looks good, man. I ain't gonna lie, like that actually gave me a little bit more life to wait, you know, just because of how good it looked. Because actually he uh, he he got he I think that he picked it up on like Tuesday or Wednesday, and um, he stopped by my house and you know showed it to me and everything. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is uh, mine should now be here in April is what is what I'm hearing. So I gotta wait. Right? Yeah, 2023. Yeah. Oh, you trying to be funny? <laughs> 2024. <laughs> hey, at this rate, look, that's exactly look. Hey, look, they don't give it this vehicle by April 2023, man. I'm buying something else. Now I'm putting my foot down. But they got me kind of by my my balls right now because it's like, I mean, that's what I want. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, you know, it's, so it's just kind of like I gotta wait on it. You know what I mean? It's nothing. I, I mean, I can go settle, but the amount of money the vehicle costs is like I, I, you know, that's something that my mom instilled in me when I was young. She's like, Brian, never settle, never settle. Like, don't matter what it is, no matter how big or how little. If you know what you want, don't settle on anything less than what you want. So mm-hmm. I've always stick with me, man. So it's it's tough, though. It's tough. I ain't going to lie. I've had some times where I'm like, well, let me look at something else, you know. But I know at the end of the day, it's not going to be what I want. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that was cool. I'm, I'm happy for my buddy, um, you know, when it comes to that. So that, that's that's dope. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So other than that, like I said, this week's been good. It went by fast. Like I said, New Year's kicking off. I'm excited, you know, got some uh, some plans, as we mentioned in the last podcast, you know, some home buying seminars, some things brewing, um, you know, a lot of activity, a lot of people are out here trying to, you know, make some things happen, so I'm just excited to be a part of, uh, be part of it all. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. All right, so uh, yesterday, didn't you, what did you do yesterday? You did something where you didn't attend our morning, because we have a morning meeting yeah. every day at 9.30, and he canceled. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, so... so didn't you go out of town or something like that? Yeah, quick day trip. So yesterday I um I went down to uh, the Outer Banks. So we have a house in the Outer Banks, our, our beach home uh, that we got a couple of years ago. And um, this time of the year is typically where we went and rise the home. Um, we kind of take inventory of things that may be needed or things that we want to get rid of uh, and even some repairs or things like that that, mes- that may need to be, um, you know, to be fixed. So the property management company that manages the property for us, they they do this themselves as well. So they'll send a person out and take inventory of stuff. But you know how it is when people ain't going to look at it from the lens of your the own. Owner, right, yeah. yeah. You know, they're kind of just going to do the bare minimum, look around or whatever. Um, but, yeah, they're not going to look at it from the standpoint of how we would. So we, uh, my kids are still still out of school um, from, the, uh, from, from the Christmas break. Do they go back soon? They're supposed to go back um, – Monday? On Monday. So what happened so is... So Monday, like in three days, Monday. Correct. Oh, so, okay. but the thing is, they're going to be in, they have portables at the school as well. They're going to, they're going to be in the portables for like, I think a, another week because mm-hmm. they're still repairing the, the, school itself. yeah, the school because mm-hmm. of the pipe that bursted over the holiday. So, wow. um, but they were like, they wanted to at least still get the kids there, even though it's going to be in a portable, but the weather's been good and they have, you know, it's, it's ace, they have the heat and cooling and everything in the, in the portables or whatever. Um... But, yeah, so we went down there um, to the Outer Banks, looked at our beach home. Um, everything looks pretty good. There's a couple things we want to change, a couple things we want to paint, 
Uh, Brooke had brought some pillows that she wanted to change out. Some of the pillows that have been that that's at the house or you know getting a little older. She wanted to kind of spruce it up a little bit. Um, I was a contractor. I was working there fixing some of our deck boards that uh, needed to be replaced. So we were kind of talking to them about a couple of things as well that we pointed out. Um, and then we sent the list to the uh, to the property management company. So that was pretty cool. You know, like I said, I mean. This time of the year, just kind of getting everything in ready uh, for the season that starts normally here around March, April time frame. Uh, we ate lunch down there. The kids loved it, um, you know, and they was knocked out on the way back home. They both was, was snoring <laughs> in the back, you know. So I was able to to really accomplish what we set out to do uh, yesterday. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. The repairs on my um, one of my duplex units is uh, all wrapping up. Well, I think uh, the countertops will be installed in the next five days or so. Okay. Um. The painter's going to be wrapping up with the painting this weekend, so okay. hopefully we can get somebody in there by the end of the month. There we go. There <laughs> we go. That's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that uh, that's coming along, man. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I know how that uh, how that can be, mm -hmm. so that's cool. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's what we did for the last week. So, again, Happy New Year's. Now we're going into the segment of Exercise Your Knowledge. For So if you're a first-time listener... What we do during this segment is, is we ask a mortgage-related question, and we want you guys to um, see if you know the answer to it. See if that's something that you can just pull right off the top of your head. If you don't, don't worry, because we will reveal the answer later on in the segment. Yeah. So today's exercise, your knowledge question is, are you allowed to pull money from your retirement plan. So this will be something like a 401k, a TSP, a 403b, whatever your retirement plan is called to purchase a new home. Okay. It's a good question, right? It's a good question. Yeah. It's a good question. Because we get this question pretty often. Yeah, We have do. people who ask that question. We have people who don't know and don't, don't even recognize that or don't even think to give us that information because they don't know. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, so. there's been times, honestly, just alone, and I'm gonna try to, you know, stop me if I go too far. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay but okay. Uh, there's, you know, I'm gonna have to get a stop sign. <laughs> Hold it up. Hold it up. <laughs> stop. <laughs> uh, there's, I mean, you know, when we're doing the evaluation of a person when it comes to their pre-approval, um, you're right. A lot of times, folks don't even present their retirement assets because those are. Um, important. I mean, sometimes mm -hmm. just those assets alone could be the difference of you being able to be approved or not, mm -hmm. you know. So um, just being able to know that that is your money, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and then you should also always present that because those are your assets whenever we, uh, whenever right. you're looking to purchase a home. I mean, that's something that's important. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So we will reveal that answer later on in the segment. Yeah. So the, today's topic is going to be all about condos. And okay. what, the, what does that mean? What is a condo? Mm -hmm. um, I live in a condo. Okay. <laughs> There's so many different types of condos. Like, yeah. if you came to my house, of course, you wouldn't even think it was a condo. But I live in something called a detached condo. So when you come into my house, it looks like a single-family dwelling. But the Condo Association does diff has different amenities that they offer, and I pay a condo fee. So... We just wanted to talk about, like, how does the condo fees affect your approval? What yeah. does it look like? Yeah. Um, and for the most part, when you're dealing with a condo, there's going to be some type of association fee or some type of condo fee. It may even be both, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I was about to say, a lot of times I see both of them. Yeah, yeah. nowadays yeah. you get both, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. um, and those condo fees could definitely change 
your approval if you were previously pre-approved for something like a, a single family home or a town home or something that doesn't have any fee associated with it. Yeah. yeah so, so you want to go into a little bit of details about that, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. This is something I see um, quite often, actually, mm-hmm. especially for my folks that are, you know, let's say we pre-approve them and they're on the, their budget maybe is a little bit lower, right? So maybe right. they're above the, uh, the, the average um, sales price here. So they're looking maybe in the the hundred or two hundred thousand dollar range. Right. Um, a lot of times, finding a condo, um, you know, is a, a better route for those types of buyers, right? Exactly. Um, or something that's attached. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but like you said, or townhome as well. Yeah. Anything that's attached to another dwelling and it's almost like apartment style. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, um, you know, but the 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 thing that normally comes up in those situations is let's give you an example of let's say we have somebody that's pre-approved for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when we pre-approve you, you know, we base it off of what your mortgage payment's going to be, right? And so we've discussed on previous uh, episodes, your mortgage payment consists of your principal and interest, and also consists of the taxes, right? The property taxes that you're projected to pay, mm-hmm. and then also your homeowner's insurance Correct. as well, right? Mm-hmm. And so obviously, before you actually get a home under contract, we don't know exactly what property taxes are going to be, and we don't know exactly what homeowners insurance is going to be. We have that principal and interest at that time because we are basing it off the loan amount and whatever interest rates are at that time, but we don't have taxes and insurance. But we do create an estimate, and we normally try to estimate on the higher end, um, you know, just so we're not having any surprises, you know, when it comes to actually getting that real information once you start looking for those homes. Yeah, and even if sometimes it, we may even ask for a specific address that you're interested in correct and that's something that we could potentially look up yeah and base it off and base it off yeah yeah try to get your estimate as close as possible exactly exactly so when we pre-approve you we're just factoring in those numbers right Mm -hmm. so like i mentioned to you if we're pre-approving you and let's say you're pre-approved for two hundred and fifty thousand, um that's just factoring in your month your mortgage payment which consists of those things that we just talked about now if you look at a condo right um, a condo is typically going to have some type of association dues, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and the association dues can cover a multitude of things. I'll let Sophia kind of chime in here in a little bit about some of those things that they can cover. But just for the example of the pre-approval process and how that is impacted, you know, we're basing you where your mortgage payment that we're pre-approving you at at two fifty. We're just basing it off, like I mentioned to you, off the principal and interest and tax and insurance. Mm-hmm. So. If you have a condo fee or if you're looking at a condo, that now is going to subtract what you're pre-approved for, right? Because let's say, for instance, at $250, your mortgage payment is projected to be $1,700 a month, right? And that's just your principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. What's going to happen is if you're going to the top of your budget and find a condo that's $250 and the condo has a $250 condo fee, you're now looking at a $1,950 payment, right? But you're only pre-approved at a $1,700 payment. So we're now going to have to try to subtract that dollar amount by $250 monthly to be able to, you know, include that condo fee in there, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, a lot of times, I mean, that's tens and tens of thousands of dollars that it now changes Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to how much you're approved for. Because ultimately, when it comes to the approval process, you know, you pay your mortgage on a monthly basis, right? And we look at your debt to income, and that's going to really dictate how much you qualify for. So we're going to look at 
that mortgage payment monthly and really maximize, okay, hey, this is the amount of money that you can put out monthly to contribute to this mortgage slash any type of association dues. Um, so you just want to be mindful of that when it comes to, you know, when you're looking at homes. I typically try to ask folks like, hey, are you considering a condo when it comes to the type of home that you're looking at? Especially when, when that person is within a certain price range. Correct, correct, yeah, yeah. So I, I typically ask them, like, hey, are you looking at a condo or is that something that will be in your search? And if it is, then I'll try to give them the heads up, like, well, hey, I'm going to pre-approve you based on, you know, the raw mortgage that you're going to be paying. But if you're looking at condos, then it's going to be, you know, you're, we're going to have to take this number down because we have to factor in that condo fee That's when correct. it comes to the approval amount. That's correct. So earlier, um, Brian mentioned that there are different things that or amenities that can be included in those condo fees. So different things like for me, for example, in my condo fees, it covers the, the road maintenance. So if there's any like bumps or cracks or anything that happens with the road in my, in my community because it's private, then the, uh, con- the condo fee will cover that. It covers um, water and sewage, it covers trash pickup, and it covers our fences. Okay. Um, we have a dog park, and it'll cover, like, the maintenance of that. And anything that happens in the community, like, um, outside of the fence, it covers that. So, like, I don't have to cut the grass in my front yard, or I don't have to cut down trees or anything like that. But in my backyard, within the fence, that's what I have to cover. So, fence out, they cover it. Fence in, that's me. Um, now, when it comes to the dwelling itself, I don't get any coverage from the condo. Um, but in some cases, you may have different condo associations that will cover things like your roof. It may even go as far as covering flood insurance for walls out if that particular condo is in a flood zone. Yeah. There's different things that can be included in your condo association fees, which is like the like I said, the upkeep of the community. Um, they can sometimes include things like your heat, your water, your cable bill, your internet, um, garbage, sewer, um, um, pool areas. So, like, I have a friend who lives in an association, and they have a pool in their community. So the fees that they pay it covers the maintenance for the pool and different things like that. Now, it doesn't mean that when you find your particular condo that you're interested in, you're going to get all of these things <laughs> in there included. Because if you, I mean, if you did, ultimately your condo fee would be extremely high. Yeah. But for the most part, you do get a good majority of things that are included in there, and that's why you're paying that fee. Yeah. Um, it helps, you know, with the maintenance of the community, and then those condo fees kind of help with the rules and regulations of the condo helps keep that community fairly neat, tidy, nice, you know. You don't, you can't just do what you want to do, and you can't just have broken down cars in the, yeah. <laughs> in a drive while you're on the street or anything like that when you're living in a community that has those different association fees. Yeah, yeah. See, I um, I have I have a condo. Um, I don't live in one. I live in a in a HOA, so I do live in a community um, that we do pay a monthly same, HOA. Same, same like you said, same. Works the same way. Yeah, almost almost the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little not as um strict, I would say, as your your condos. Um, you know, like for for most of most of the time, you know, I, I have a condo that um, that we have as a rental that, like, you know, the the, the front door has to be a certain color. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's a pool in the community, so, you know, we pay for that. There's a certain type of cable network that you have to use because the association has a contract with that particular cable company, mm-hmm. and so they require you to use that particular network. 
Um, so, you know, just depending upon, you know, the condos and, you know, a lot of times I've I found just, you know, seeing, you know, condos have a little bit more of a stricter policy than an HOA, but it just all depends. It really you know, does. It really all depends. I know another good thing that you want to make sure that you're aware of, and it's funny, when you buy into a condo association, they give you this big old packet has oh, all these pages. Play, pages yeah, plus. man. Yeah, it has all the all the notes, all everything um, that's ever happened within that association. But you wanna, you do wanna understand and know exactly what you can and can't do within that community and what's right. covered, as Sophia mentioned to you, because you wanna make sure you have adequate insurance, and that's a big thing, like yes. she mentioned, because um, some condos, some associations, they have what's called a master policy, mm-hmm. where they have an insurance policy on the whole community but you got to know what's covered in that master policy because mm-hmm. most of the time it's just like the outside right yeah. of the uh, of your actual unit or all the units that are within that community so it could be you know the roof like you said it could be the the siding it could be the windows it could be you know a multitude of things mm-hmm. right but you want to make sure that you have adequate insurance and typically if, if they have if they have a master policy within that community you're required to get what's called an HO6 policy, which is called a walls-in policy, which protects everything wall-in um, in the home. Now, you want to make sure you do you, you look into that, though, because you don't want to assume that your because community... Because it's a condo. Because it it's a condo. That, yeah. that, exactly. You don't want to assume that, hey, because there's an association due that I'm paying, that a portion of that is, is being contributed to pay for the insurance for the outside of the home, when in some cases that's not the case, right? Yeah. Like you said like in your me. situation. In right? my yeah. situation. Yeah, I you're, have you're, a full HO3 policy. I cover everything. Rural society. Now, I do have to abide by the laws of the HOA, so I can't change the color of my house without imp- approval. Yeah. I can't have broken blinds. Yeah. I can't have my front yard with trash in it. Yeah. And, you know, I can't have chip paint. Yep. My fascia boards have to be all clean, night mm-hmm. and pr- nice and pretty. Mm-hmm. I can't have, you know, like excessive leaves in my gutters mm-hmm. and it's like showing to the um, public. So yep. anything that you can see from the street, the HOA could come in and, and take a look from the outside and say, you know what, you gotta, that's a visibility issue and you have to fix that. And, and they be- actually did that this yeah. past summer. They did to you <laughs> yeah. personally? Yeah, they came and they said... Um, I needed to paint my, I don't even know what they're called, those pillars, like the... Columns? Or columns, something? yeah. Okay, okay. I had to paint my columns. I had to get, I had to pressure wash my house, which I knew I had to do. But mm-hmm. my husband's on deployment, so I was like, we're going to ride it out till they say <laughs> something. <laughs> thug it out. We're going to thug it, right? <laughs> um, I had to do those two things, and then... Um, they wanted me to move my uh, move my basketball rim. They they basically told me that every night I was supposed to take my basketball rim down by 9 p.m. and put it in the backyard. And I was like, yeah, you're going to have to find me because I ain't doing that. Because <laughs> I put, like, the sand in, like, they, at, at Dick's they have this jelly that you can put in the base of the basketball rim. And then when you put water in it, it basically makes – the bottom like 600 pounds plus so the rim doesn't move around yeah yeah and then if you ever want to get rid of it you just put table salt in it and it dilutes or resolves it yeah Yeah, yeah. and so i was like i'm not about to do this every night you think i'm gonna go out here (laughs) i was like who's who from the hoa is coming out here every night at 9 p.m to see if i put my basketball hoop up no it's not the best thing to do 
But yeah. you probably shouldn't do it, but <laughs> I'll take the risk. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear but, you. yeah, so, I mean, they have restrictions and, you know, different things. So now in addition to that, so does the lender. The lender has restrictions too. Yeah. So there's a whole approval um, a condo approval process that the lender has to approve in order for you to obtain financing for that condo, um, particular condo association. Yeah, yeah. I've actually had this happen where um, I have a buyer right now who is um, in that price range where his approval amount is kind of in that $200,000 price range and um as of right now, he is only approved FHA. We cannot obtain um, conventional uh, financing for him due to a couple of different reasons. Um, he has been looking and he's been finding properties that you know are within his budget, even including the association fee, but the association is not FHA approved. And so if the association is not FHA approved, then we can't approve the condo either if he's using that particular loan program. So yeah. it's definitely something that um, condos are something that you, you they could be a guilty pleasure. Cause yeah. I mean, there's different things that I don't have to worry about. Like I was so happy that I didn't have to worry about cutting grass for real. I mean, my backyard can go as high as it wanted to while my husband was deployed, but yeah, lucky you. <laughs> I don't that have to grass. go out. Yeah, grass is a beast, man. Like, it is. Yeah, yeah. So it I'll is. even jump in, like I said, because I don't live in a condo. I live in a single-family community, but we do have an HOA. And, and some of the, like you said, the thing I actually kind of like about an HOA, I know some people say, hey, they don't want to live in an HOA because some of the restrictions or whatever. I like and it. And yeah, we have very limited restrictions, um, but I like it because, for me, it, it's a certain standard that's set within the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so all you know, everyone takes pride in their yard takes pride in the presentation of their home um, and it just kind of gives you that and it helps with the value of your home if everyone's doing that if everybody's on that same standard that same level you know then it does help with the value of home because it 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 sucks when you're in a neighborhood and you ride around and you see a home that just kind of let itself go and it just kind of makes it's like a sour thumb it sticks out you guys have seen it i'm pretty sure you rolled down what princess Anne. yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you go down that street and there's over there by Mesab, Mesab, um, Cafe. Mesobi Cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, down that street is that Princess Anne? Yeah, that's Princess Anne. And there's uh, there's quite a few little houses that are not, you know, they're they're not bad looking, but then yeah. there's like one or two yeah. where they are OD with the junk in the yard. Yeah, yeah, they just and look, that yeah. would definitely piss me off if yeah. I had a neighbor who had like five cars in the driveway that don't yeah. work they're rusted they got mm-hmm. all their kids toys out in the front yard but not all of them are in pieces mm-hmm. then they got all this crap in the front yard. that would make me mad yeah. and that type of stuff can bring the vol- the value down to the neighborhood because when someone's looking to come into the neighborhood and purchase they see that one house that can deter them away correct correct <laughs> now that's that's very that's a very good point and, and also like you said i mean in this area, you know, we have a, we always mention we have a very big VA presence, right? Mm-hmm. So a very big military presence, right? And so I had a situation um, not too long ago where, like you said, um, a person was trying to, and they were really wanting to buy a condo. Like that was something that they were, their, their primary focus mm-hmm. was looking for a condo. And um, they were going to use their VA loan, right? Because they were they were VA eligible because they're active duty military and had served enough time. So, um, but the association that they were purchasing in, um, was not doing VA financing. 
And so we had to do some research to figure out because that was kind of a unique situation. That normally doesn't happen. I mean, I mean, there are, you know, some communities that don't allow VA financing. But what I ended up finding out, which I thought was pretty unique here, was that the association and their bylaws, they don't allow you to rent out your home unless you've lived in the home as your primary residence for at least three years. Right. And so what happened is, you know, in VA and military, a lot of times, you know, you have to move around a lot. Yeah. Right. And so that kind of orders whenever. Exactly. And so in with those bylaws, if you're in a situation where let's say you were military, you purchased within that community. And let's say that you had to leave a year and a half, two years into you living in that home. But let's say you wanted to keep the home and rent it. Right. It was a good investment. You wanted to keep the real estate. Within their bylaws, they said you can't do that. You would actually, in that situation, have to sell the home. Yeah. And so um, the VA frowned upon that, right, because they felt like, you know, the line of work that the, you know, that the military members are in, they shouldn't be restricted just because they have to move or, yeah. you know, whatever. So they said, you know what, we're not going to allow any VA financing in that community. So it really wasn't the association that... Yeah. deterred people from being able to utilize their VA loan. It was the VA that said, hey, we're not going to give you basically any business. We're not going to give you any buyers in that neighborhood until you guys fix your bylaws. And so I thought that was actually a really unique situation yeah. um, that, that came that came across where it could be, you know, some different odd and end reasons of why, you know, you're not able to get some type of financing in certain communities because of certain rules that are placed in uh, yeah, within that I've association. Seen, I've seen where the VA didn't approve a particular condo association because there was so many renters yeah. in the community. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they ha- there's different reasons why. I mean, you know, the condo approval is all it, it's all about the risk. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you have communities that are more focused or driven towards investors, typically the rule of thumb is is when you're living in a property, your, your, the likelihood of you paying the mortgage on the house that you live in is live in is a lot higher than a house that you don't live in. Correct. And so I think that's where they're they're basing their decision. Yeah, they try to restrict you know for the the for the amount or the percentage of the folks that own in that mm-hmm. that association for it to be you know fully investors because Correct. investors you know people who don't own it they're not going to take the same type of pride in the home as well so the different restrictions as we talked exactly. about as far as the upkeep and things of that nature it's less likely for those things to be uh enforced or actually be you know be sought out or you know be, be done exactly know? So, exactly yeah yeah and also one one other thing i wanted to mention too is um flood insurance um yes. that's another part right so we mentioned when it comes to the pre-approval process, um, you know, we also want to take into account, you know, obviously any association dues if you're looking at condos or even if you're looking into communities that ho- have homeowner association costs, we want to factor those in because that could in- that could impact how much your pre-approval amount is, right? Or it could change how much your pre-approval amount is. Also, what could change is flood, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's good it, for us. I always try to have my buyer have a conversation. Like if I have them pre-approved and they're looking, I always say, hey, you know, let's upfront find out if this home is in a flood zone. Now, us as a mortgage company, we do uh, a flood cert. So we'll look and see if it's on in a flood zone. But sometimes that might be a little bit too late, right? You may already have the home under contract. And then if you find that out at that particular point, because that's when we find out is once we get the, the actual contract from you. That's when we do our own research or look at it. Um, but for me, I always tell my buyers like, hey, up front, have either have your agent ask the listing agent about it 
or have you do you do your own due diligence on it because um sometimes flood insurance can be really expensive i mean it could be yeah, hundreds depending on the elevation yeah, of your de- house. yeah exactly yeah. depending mm-hmm. on where you're located and how you know how severe um risk for flood your home is located mm-hmm. in um that could change so you could be pre-approved for a certain amount and then you know once you factor in the flood insurance costs that could now reduce how much you're you're qualified for and so we don't mm-hmm. we're just trying to you know basically throw out some some things that could be pitfalls for you right because you know when you're buying a home it's it's the experience and it's an emotional decision that you make and we don't want you to you know have you feel that you're pre-approved for a certain amount and then you find something that you love and then because of some of these factors of fees that you know are not taken into account that could negatively impact your pre-approval amount and you may not be able to now qualify for that particular home so we want to make sure that you understand this make sure you have the information so you know you actually are crossing all your t's and dotting all your i's when it comes to uh the home buying process exactly and like brian said you are approved for a certain amount but ultimately you're approved for that payment correct so anytime your payment is above what your approval amount is for then that's when we need to take a second consideration and take a look at that because we have to make sure that you are approved for the same payment amount including any other fees that may be associated with the with the property like your flood insurance your condo fees association fees and different things like that absolutely that's good yeah. well put all right guys so i hope that uh you learned a lot about condos today <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we yeah we gave a lot of good information regarding condos and how those different things work those different fees and what can be covered in your condo association fees but now it's time for the answer to exercise your knowledge so earlier in the segment we asked the question are you allowed to pull money from your retirement plan? And your retirement plan could be something like your 401k, your TSP, your 403b, anything, whatever your employer calls it. It's a, if it's a retirement plan, can you use the funds from your retirement plan to purchase a new home? And, drum roll, <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you can definitely use those funds. However, we will tell you, yes, you can you can definitely use those funds, but it's still up to the retirement plan themselves Correct. and how it works. So that's something that we can't check in into for you. You have to call your retirement company. So whether it's what Fidelity, mm-hmm. Prudential, I mm-hmm. mean, they have so many different. So you, different you have ones. to figure out who yours is through or I'm pretty sure your employer has a portal where you can go in and take a look at your retirement plan and kind of pull some of that documentation. Yeah. And it should explain to you exactly what you can do for your new purchase. I've had it to where they say yes, but maybe they want a loan estimate from the lender to prove that you're buying a house. Yep. Maybe they'll allow you to um, uh, get a break on maybe like paying, um, you still have to pay taxes, but you don't have to pay an early withdrawal fee there you go or sometimes they'll allow you to take a loan out against your your own money i mean there's different factors to how you can pull that money out but you definitely want to check now i recently had someone within the last three or four months who had a retirement and i guess due to you know the pandemic they must have made some changes to the retirement plan and they basically stopped all uh, withdrawals from being able to come out mm. of the retirement plan. So she wasn't able to do anything. Mm. In fact, her retirement was so strict that if she got fired 
and she didn't leave on on a good in good standing that they could take back mm. whatever they contributed. So um, just know what your retirement plan, um, what it includes, how you can use that benefit. But yes, that is earned money that you have put into that retirement plan. That's your money. So um, you can use those funds to purchase a new home. You just want to double check, do your due diligence, call, uh, find that information out. Now, as far as the lender, we're going to ask for that documentation to prove how much you can take out because there's a certain percentage that you could take out. Usually it's the vested money that you put into there. They mm -hmm. don't usually allow you to take out the money that they've contributed, mm -hmm. they meaning your company. Um, we'll ask for the documentation. We'll ask for proof of the liquidation. So we'll ask for a statement from the retirement plan. And then once that money actually hits your bank account, or if you receive a check in the mail and you deposit it, we'll ask for proof of um, it being deposited into your account and then all everything will be submitted to underwriting for um, a final approval to use those funds. But that's typically the process. Yes, you can pull money from your retirement. And uh, the paperwork that you have for your retirement should give you more details on how that should happen. That's right. That's right. Well put, man. You summed it up. I ain't got nothing to say. You yeah, summed it all up. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Woo. Oh. I'm just <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Just oh playing. man! Oh playing. man! I tell you, New Year. I've been getting all this new hate over here. Goodness gracious! Oh man! Okay. Okay. All right. I'll take it. All right. So what we got coming up? Um, coming up this weekend. Oh yeah, my uh, my son he starts basketball. So okay. uh, this is his uh first time playing. Well, nah, he's played soccer. He's played other sports before um, in the league, but, you know, I'm kind of excited because... This is the first time for basketball? Yeah, this is his first okay. time playing basketball. Um, it's my favorite sport. It is your favorite? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah basketball is uh, it's my second favorite behind football. Football is my favorite, but um, basketball was definitely something I was uh, pretty good in that. Pretty good at growing up. Still am. Still got, you know, still got a little... I can still hoop. Still get out there and do a little something with some of these young guys. Um, but... You looked at me kind of crazy right there. Okay. <laughs> but, I was uh, going to say, just give me the definition of how young. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they get too young. You can get yeah. out there with Lyle and play. Oh, <laughs> I don't man. know about these 21, 22, right, 23, 24, 25-year-olds. Hey, I'm telling you, man. I'm nice. When you nice, you nice, man. It's like riding a bike. You yeah. Know? But, um, but, nah, uh, but, yeah, my son, he starts basketball. He has his uh, first practice and meet and greet with his coach uh, this Saturday. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, like I said, I know just my dad, he was really athletic, good in sports. Uh, my sister was, I was, or I am. Um, so I'm eager to, eager to see. Y'all caught that, right? <laughs> yeah. Did y'all catch that? Eager, he said, I was. <laughs> eager to see how my son does, because I know he has it in his genes. I know he has it in his blood. So I just mm -hmm. want to see if it's something that he's actually interested in or, you know, he just, you know, kind of goes through the motions with it. But I'm, I'm excited for him, excited to see how he, uh, how he reacts to going out there and playing the game, and because uh, at home we played a little bit, but you yeah. know, actually being out there with some of his peers, his kids, his age, and seeing how he uh, how he does that. So I mean, that's that's what we got going on, and also we're supposed to go to the uh, the movies to see Puss in Boots. Okay, um, that was something that uh, we typically try to take the kids to do. You know, a, a cinema cafe movie. They really like that whole experience of sitting there eating food and and watching you know a movie on the big screen. So yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that as well. There's a couple other movies that's that's come out. I was looking actually at um this article of some movies that come out in 2023 that I want to check out. Um, they got one movie, one of my favorite, well my second favorite actor, Leonardo DiCaprio. 
Um, it's coming out. It's based off a true story. It's like this mob movie, from like from based on like the 1920s. It comes out in May. Um, I was reading up on that, so I'm really excited to see that. Um, and this Martin Scorsese is the the director. Normally, when they come together, man, they have classic movies together. So I'm looking forward to uh to checking that out. But um, but yeah, I love watching movies, man. I mean, I don't get to do it as often, but you know going and, and checking out a movie or just even at home, you know, mm-hmm. watching a movie is uh, something I enjoy doing. So I'm looking forward to, to those things. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. What about so you? for me, um, Maya has her first game this Sunday. So okay. for volleyball. So we'll be definitely doing that. Um, besides that, like I said earlier, we may go skating tonight. My cousin's coming in town. We don't really have any big plans. I kind of did. Hold on. Can you skate? Do you know how to skate? Yeah, I can. You can? Yeah. Okay. Like, like, uh, Four skates, like four wheel skates. I could do both. You do both and rollerblades. Yeah, I could rollerblade too. Oh, okay. So when I lived in when I, <clears throat> if I go, so I'm for me, when I go to the skating ring, I like to wear skates. Mm-hmm. When I skate outside, I like to wear rollerblades. Roller yeah, it's crazy. Same thing. <laughs> growing up, that's how it was. Like the skating ring, because mm-hmm. when I was growing up, the skating ring was the place to be. Like around, actually. Around you said your daughter just turned fourteen, so around that like you know twelve to fourteen year old middle school mm-hmm. junior high age, this was like the thing to do. every Friday night yep. you would go to the skating ring. That was kind of like mm-hmm. the meetup place. And so I remember some of the kids like because I had rollerblades too, like you like you just mentioned. I had rollerblades. I, did too. I didn't have my own skates though. I had I had rollerblades. So I remember at the skating ring you can go and you can rent skates your size Correct. or whatever. Yep. And so I remember a lot of not a lot but some. You know, the kids thought they was cool. They would uh, they would bring their rollerblades. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes the skating ring, depending on what was going on, they would forbid you from being able to use rollerblades because of what it does to the floor. Because um, right. sometimes they have, like, different colors and it kind of messes it up or whatever. But um, And also just for safety as well. Yeah, because um, most people use their... For my understanding, most people use their rollerblades outside. So typically, when you're outside rollerblading, your wheels mm-hmm. get all worn. jacked up, yeah, worn, yeah, and yeah, you know all yeah. that stuff. So when you come inside mm-hmm. and you skate on that. that smooth floor, yeah, yeah. it can damage yeah. the floor. So that's yeah. why I always had that concept to where I use skates in the inside, just because of how skates. Like you don't want your skates to get all rough and tough, Correct. like you know, like the rollerblades. So yeah. I always would skate indoors, rollerblade. I mean, like I've actually rollerbladed in my neighborhood where I currently live, like, oh, wow. within the last few years. Now, I don't rollerblade as much just for time's sake, but that was, like, my go-to exercise when I lived in Florida. I would always rollerblade the boardwalk. Oh, that's cool. That's I got cool. some crazy stories makes, about rollerblading, too. For real, that makes me – <laughs> I might have to try to go buy me some um, some rollerblades, man. I haven't um, I haven't rollerbladed since – I mean, it's been since I was young, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> skating, though, skating, I like it, man. We, I even had uh, – this this a uh, this uh group I used to be a part of. We used to have an annual skating event to raise money for this foundation. Oh, and so okay. this was probably like maybe six seven years ago was the last time that we did it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I like skating, man. Skating is uh it's is, is cool, man. So yeah, hope you get, hope if y'all do go, you man, get enjoy tired yourself too. Like that's one of those things yeah. where you you start sweating easy from skating. But are you? But see, let me let me ask this question because there's different levels of skating. Can you mm-hmm. skate? So when you say you skate, you can just is it like you could just make sure you don't fall skate or are you saying you can like do a little something like they got music going on a little bounce a little little roll bounce on that joint man i can skate skate backwards you can skate backwards yes oh wow okay now i'm not as so like because it's been so long since i haven't skated as often as i've rollerbladed okay so i can skate backwards but it's a little slower a lot slower than me skating forward facing right yeah i would think so um but yeah so like when i skate 
I can't just stick skate. I usually I'm, you know, rolling my mm. you know how this goes when you skate. If you if you a skater, you know <laughs> Look at the hands. <laughs> you know what I'm talking hey, about. My folks you know looking at YouTube. My folks look at YouTube. Look at her hands right now. Look what they do. You know? Look what they do. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. If you was a skater, oh, and um, man. what's those songs that came? What was the song? Um, oh my goodness. Uh, um, shawty swing my way. You remember that? In a tempo, yeah. <laughs> so look good to me. So would you please swing my yes. way? Yes. So yeah. all those different skate songs, yeah. where you would, you know, you'll be in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm laughing at how you doing your hands right now, yo. That's so funny. That's so yeah. funny, man. So it's been, you know, I know I, I, I'm, I'm okay skater. I'm okay. 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 Rollerblades, I'm pretty just regular. Because usually when I roll I might a blade, have to... I roll a blade for like for speed, for exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's That's a little true. bit different. But... I might have to do that. Like I said, it's been, it's been some years, man. But I know last time I skated, um, I had a good time. Like I said, I was, you know, they had music going. I was, they was, uh -huh. it, it was cool. So I'm, now, I might have I'm to. I'm scared of, though. I'm old now, uh -oh. so falling might not be. <laughs> uh oh, that's gonna hurt a little bit, a little, little bit longer, a little bit, a little, little bit, bit more, a <laughs> little bit more than uh, it used to be back in the day. You know, you used to pop right. back out like pop nothing happened. Up. Now, now I'm like, like, oh god, somebody help me, call the ambulance. No, you know, back in the day when we used to skate, you fall, you play it off. Like oh yeah, you yeah. <laughs> Hit the bank head bounce yeah. on, on the ground. I popped up like, oh, that yeah. was a part of the job. Pop like yeah. on the job. <laughs> That's funny, man. That is hilarious. That's but hilarious, yeah, the, the rollerblade skate, hopefully we can uh, get out tonight. Depends yeah, on if my cool. cousin comes in town. That'd be dope. That'd be yeah, dope. that'll be pretty cool. All right, guys. So, um, um, you know, every, every, every time we have a podcast, we definitely want to leave you guys with a positive note. So we do have a quote of the day. Yeah. Um, I'll let you do the honors. All right. So this quote uh, says, the only real mistake is the one from which you learn nothing. So that's, uh, I think we've kind of talked about something similar to this before, but, you know, mistakes aren't mistakes if you're able to learn some lessons from them and be able to utilize that and equip you as you move forward exactly. in life. So just because the outcome isn't what you had initially had hoped for, you always got to assess what happened, what could have been better, what could have changed, what you've learned from that situation. And like I said, it's uh, we call it paid tuition. You know, mm -hmm. what I mean, it's, it's you you learn from it, you use it, you know, moving forward because those experiences, you know, shape your decision making moving forward and help you as you progress through this thing called life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, most definitely. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Well, that's all the time that we have for you guys today. Of course, please follow us on Instagram and um Facebook, I almost said on IG, Instagram and <laughs> yeah. Facebook. Um, my Instagram and Facebook is SKB underscore mortgage. Yours yeah, mine, I just changed mine. It was B-Roy Star for a while, man. I, I've had that since the first day I, I started my Instagram page. New year, uh, new year? Yeah, new year, man. Switching it up, man. <laughs> Told you, man. Resolution, nah, goal, nah, nah, whatever. Uh, yeah. um, but nah, <laughs> my, my Instagram is uh, a new year's resolution. There you go, right? <laughs> So my, my Instagram now is just Brian underscore Royster, and it's spelled B-R-Y-A-N underscore Royster's R-O-Y-S-T-E-R. -E mm -hmm. And my Facebook is Brian Royster as well, just my first and last name. So, yeah. yeah. We're going to have to make those match one day. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week.